Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Before you sit down, I'd like for you to join me in a word of prayer, and then you can be seated, if you would. Precious Jesus, truly we do love you. We do praise you. God, we thank you for this opportunity, God, you gave us to be here this morning. God, we thank you for all your kindness, all your mercy, all your long-suffering. God, we just ask you to pour it in, God, so we can pour it out this morning. God, you said your word would return to you, Lord, it would accomplish what you please. Lord, we love you and we praise you. And the church said, Amen. You can be seated in Jesus' name. Amen. Glad to see everybody out this morning. Amen. And Brother Larry had already said um, this morning we're going to talk about the mark of transformation. Amen. The definition of transformation, Brother Jerry, is a, a through or dramatic change in form or appearance, amen, and um, I thought about, uh, I guess we've been coming here almost three and a half years now, and we appreciate y'all, Brother Allen, putting up with us that long, um, but I remember, I forget, it was some kind of dinner or something, Amy, we was having, and I remember looking, I was parked over here and coming down the graded road, Brother Allen was a pretty, pretty green uh, John Deere tractor coming down the road, and I said, man, that's pretty right there. That's a pretty John Deere tractor. And the tractor pulled off over here, and the gentleman got out. He had a black hat on, had blue jeans and some real nice cowboy boots. And I said, being from Chiefland, Sister Betty, I said, now there's a cowboy. Amen. I like cowboys. Amen, Brother Kenny. And didn't know it happened to be Brother Jerry who it was. But uh, I'm, I'm driving at a point this morning that made me think, uh, Sister Linda, when I was a young boy, uh, we used a buddy of mine's worked out for Mr. Luther White, and I always thought they had just the coolest jobs. They got to go out and ride horses and play with cows. And I've always been a very lazy man, Brother Darrell. I'm a pretty sorry man, actually. And once I got saved, I, I read in the Bible, Brother Pope, that if a man don't eat, he don't. I mean, if he don't work, he don't eat. And I was very fond of eating, Brother Brian, so I thought that can't apply to Brother Wayne. And it also said a man that don't provide for his family is worse than an infidel and is denied the truth. Amen. So, so anyway, I'll get back to my story. Uh, as a young boy, Sister Sherry, I said, I asked this boy, I said, man, could I go to work with y'all? I'd really like to be this cowboy. And um, so we went out there for a day, and I sweated and got dirty and got nasty. I really didn't like that. And then we went back another day, and uh, they was uh, branding cows, marking cows. And they was doing some other things to the little cows. And they was a-screaming and a-hollering. And Brother Danny, I was a-screaming and a-hollering. And, and, you know, and this is true, Now I'm just being honest with you, Sister Joy. I left there that day, and my mind was made up, Brother Chava. I wasn't going to be a cowboy, amen. 
But what I did figure out is I needed to find a job inside, Brother Jack. I need to be an air-conditioned boy. Amen. So, so my point is, is we all are marked. Amen. We don't always understand how God marks us, Brother Junior. We don't always know why God marks us. But I'm thankful we're marked by Jesus. Amen. I, I want to be known by my, the way I live, Brother Chris, the way I talk, the way I treat people and interact with people, that I'm marked, amen, by Jesus, amen. So a few moments this morning, I'd like to talk to you about a lady named Naomi and a lady named Ruth. And I know you all know the story, and we're going to start in Ruth chapter 1, verse 1 through 2. We're talking about marked for transformation, amen, about being changed, amen. Ruth 1 Verse 1 and 2 reads like this. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. And the name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife was Naomi, and the name of his two sons, Malon and Chilion, Ephorites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. And so, so what happened, Brother Mike, is they was down in the land. They was, there was a famine in Bethlehem, and, and they left there. They left the house of God, Sister Betty, to go into the country of Moab. And in the country of Moab, there was idol worshipers out there. And also in that land, Brother JT, they sacrificed their kids to their God. And, and so somehow, um, Sister Jen, they found themselves in the land of Moab, amen. I don't know about y'all, but I've made some decisions in my life, Sister Patty, that didn't always turn out real well, amen. Sometimes you don't have time, Brother Wayne, to, to take a three-day fast and, and set yourself aside. Sometimes you have to make decisions. And, and, and so my point is, 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 is he done what I believe he done uh, what he thought was best, Brother Darrell, for his family, amen, Elimelech. But, and when you read on in the story, Elimelech dies in a little while, and Brother Pope, 10 years later, the two boys die. Amen? So, so Naomi somehow, someway, uh, Brother Donnie finds out there's bread back in the house of Judah. Amen? So he's going on back to Bethlehem, going back to where he come from, or she is. And so in, in, in Romans 15 and 13, it reads like this. It says, Now the God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm thankful for God that we can feel ourselves full. Amen. Of the, uh, of the God's blessing and our confidence. Because can I tell you, Sister Sherry, you can put your faith and your trust in a man called Jesus. Amen. I'm thankful for that. And actually, there's more than just hope in Jesus, Brother Jerry. There's a promise in Jesus, ain't you? And I'm so thankful for that, Sister Boyd. And, and so we know that Naomi talks to Orpah and talks to Ruth. And, and, and she tells them basically, she says, look here. She says, I'm an old lady now, and I ain't going to get married again. And if I do, it'll be too long. I can't have children for you. And why don't you go back to your people? Go back to your country. I'm going back to my people and to my country. But in, in chapter 11, through 1 through 13, it reads, And Naomi said, Turn again, my daughters. Why will ye go with me? Are there yet, yet any more sons in my womb that they may be your husbands? Turn again, my daughters. Go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, 
I should have, and a husband also tonight, should also bear sons. Would ye tarry for them till they were grown? Would ye stay for them from having husbands? Nay, my daughters. And here it goes. For it grieveth me much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. She said, look here. She said, these troubles have come. I have no hope. I'm destitute. Have you ever been that way, Brother Kenny? Have you ever been at the end of the line and you looked around and you had no hope? But I'm thankful that we can look to a man called Jesus, Brother Mike, and he can turn our hopes into blessing. Amen. I was just thinking about Brother Chris in the scriptures where he said, when our ways please him, he'll even have our enemies be at peace with us. Amen. Sister Boyd, I got some more ways to please him. Amen. Because I still have some enemies out there that ain't at peace. But here's what I do know. Sister Joy, the, the Bible says, pray for those that despitefully use you, amen. Only God would say, bless those that curse you, amen. But he said, in doing so, they'll heap hot coals on their own self. God said, love those that hate you. Aren't you thankful, Brother Pope, for a God that said, we don't kill no more, we encourage. Brother Boyd was talking about lifting up Wednesday night. That's what we're here for is to lift up one another. Aren't you thankful for that, amen. But she said, the hand of the Lord it's gone out against me. Don't forget that because we, we're going to get back to that in just a minute. I thought about Jeremiah 29 and 11. This is what the Lord told the children of Israel when Nebuchadnezzar had captured them, and he told them. He said, you're going to be in captivity for 70 years, Sister Edith. But this is what the Lord said. He said, for I know, the church said, for I know, the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Church, that's a good place to say amen right there, Brother Chris. He said, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace, thought not of evil, to give you an expected end. I thought about where sometimes Sister Jen in the choir sometimes sings, the, and I had to look it up to make sure I got it right. Do not panic. Brother Wayne's not going to try to sing. Look at your neighbor and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I can act like a cowboy like Brother Jerry, but I can't sing like Brother Jerry. Somebody even going to tent. But I thought about getting Sister Jennifer to come up here and sing this, but I don't know how I could work it all in. But she sings a song called Waymaker. Amen. I don't know about y'all, church, but I'm thankful, Brother Wayne, that I serve a God that's a waymaker. Amen. I was just talking to Brother Rayleigh. You know the great thing about the Lord, Brother Danny, when we don't know what's going on back here, Sister Jen said he's just working. Amen. He's just working. Amen. Aren't you thankful? You know, Sister Chelsea, when you, you, all your world's turned upside down, he's back here. He's just working. The, 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 some of the song says, when I can't see it, you're working. Come on now. When I can't see it, you're working. She said, Naomi said, I'm going back home. I don't know how I wound up in Moab, how we got in this position. I don't know why my husband died. Sister Melinda, I don't know why my two boys died. Come on now, but the Lord said in Jeremiah, I know the thoughts I think towards you. Brother Kenny, God's working back here. Naomi says, I'm, I'm busted. I don't have nobody to look out for me. There is no government program that I can get. There's no stimulus check that I'm going to get. Come on now, church. She said, I'm going home to nothing. I just got a piece of dirt. But aren't you thankful for the way maker? See, she couldn't see, that's what me and Brother Rayleigh was talking about. She couldn't see how down the road that, that they was going to emerge there, amen. Her daughter-in-law, her daughter-in-law was going to marry a man that was going to bore a child, that was going to be the father of Jesse and the grandfather 
of the King David in the lineage, Brother Brian, down the road to be in the lineage of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Can I tell you, he's a way maker this morning. Sister Townsend, when you can't see what's going on, he's back here, he's working. Just because you can't see him, just because you can't feel him, he's still working. Can I tell you, church, he's still working this morning. He said, the song says, never stop. You never stop. You never stop working. Amen. It don't matter, Brother Pope. It don't matter what the devil says. It don't matter what your family says. It don't matter what the enemy says. Can I tell you, you've been marked for transformation this morning. Can I tell you, if you'll put your trust and your confidence in God, God will bring you out. It don't matter. It don't matter. Because we've been marked, Sister Terry, for transformation. Some people don't want to be marked for transformation. Brother Kevin, some people are just happy right here. Some people say, just leave me alone. Let me just do my own thing. I heard a man say one time at a funeral, my daddy was very bold. and He said, man, do you know Jesus? He said, no, I don't know Jesus. He said, but what I do know, he said, me and Jesus got our own thing going. Sister Jane, you better have more than just you and Jesus have your thing going. You better line up with the B-I-B-L-E. Amen. You better line up with the B-I-B-L-E. Because Brother Darrell at the end, there's a song on the radio that says, all I want to hear is two, two words, well done. I just want to hear you say, Lord, just say, you can just say, Lord, say, well done. Brother Darrell, I'll be so happy to hear well done. So, Jamie, I want, to, I want to be like that song. I don't want to have to worry about it if I can't see it, if I can't hear it. I just got to know that he's still working. Because, see, here's the thing. It may take a long time for it to work out. If you, if, I'm sure when Naomi left Bethlehem, she was, she was excited about the prospect maybe that was in Moab. Brother Kevin, she didn't realize what was in Moab waiting on her. But God was still working. We're going to talk about what Ruth told Naomi. Naomi said, you need to go on back to your people. Orpah said, I'm going to go on back. I'm going to go back. But Ruth makes this startling statement. In verse 16, it says, And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or return from falling after thee. She said, For whether thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. She said, Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. For thou diest, will I die, and there I will be buried. The Lord do so to me more also, if aught but death part me and thee. And when she saw that there was steadfastness, talking about Naomi, minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. I thought about how that in Matthew 15 and 14, Jesus said, Ye are the lights of the world, no plug for the church in Chiefland. A city that is set on the hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle, but put it under a bushel. But he said, But you put it on a candlestick, Brother Brian, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Verse 16 said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. Come on now, church, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I thought about, Pastor, how that during those trying times of losing a husband and losing two sons, Brother Kevin, Ruth had to see something. Ruth had to see something, Brother Wayne, in Naomi's life. Naomi couldn't see what Ruth could see. Come on now, church. There's times that you're going to walk, Brother Chris, in your life that, that, that you're going to be impacting people that you don't even know you're impacting. 
I wonder how many times, Brother Allen, that we go in the store, maybe we've had a bad day, and just for a little bit, we have a little attitude maybe. I wonder how we've, how we've marked that transformation on that person that we talked to. Come on now, church. See, Sister Amy, you never know that the hands that you put on as you and Sister Chelsea and others might be teaching kids. How they, Can I tell you from personal experience, you're impacting people's lives. Amen. Somebody said one time, Sister Shanna, that you got one time to make a first impression. Amen. I've seen Brother Jerry, and i am always been a materialistic kind of a person. Always wanted to have a pocket full of money. But, and I've seen that new tractor driving up, Brother Jerry. I said, man, I like that. Amen. But you understand that, that it takes more than just liking that thing. You've got to get out there and work, and you've got to do diligence. And my point is, church, is we want Jesus to be shown in our lives. There's something we got to do, Brother Jack. We got to take the bushel basket off of our light. Amen. Brother Toby, we got to let people know we're on Jesus. Amen. We're Jesus people. I'm so thankful. He said that there was something in Ruth. Because here's the question, Brother Kevin. What might have happened to Ruth had she went back and she'd have stayed Moab? If she'd have stayed in Moab, she'd have probably went back to serving those idol gods. Come on now. See, the devil tell you, Brother JT, you're not impacting anybody in your world, but he's a liar and a father of all lies. He's been telling that same lie, Sister Melinda, since, since he got kicked out of heaven. Because if he can shut your voice down, church, come on now. If he can shut your voice down, Brother Dave, he's got you. Amen. So, so what I'm saying is there must have been something that Ruth didn't see. Sister Townsend, that that. That I'm sorry, that, that Naomi didn't see that Ruth seen in Naomi. Can I tell you that in, that in John 13, 34, and 35, it says, The new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. He said, By this, church, say, By this, shall all men know that you are my disciples. Come on now. Not because you speak in tongues. Not because your hair's this high or that low, or you wear this or you wear that, or you don't go here, you don't go there, Brother Chris. Because you love. The Bible said that love will cover a multitude of sin. What that means, I believe, uh, Brother Chava, is that when you love somebody, you're likely to go a little extra mile for them, amen. You're not so quickly to pull out your sword and chop an ear off. Amen. Amen. He said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have loved one for another. Y'all know by the grace of God and y'all have been so very, very wonderful in supporting the lights for Christ, even though I had to put a plug in a while ago. And, and, and I appreciate all that y'all have done. And we had that hot dog giveaway. And, and old brother Wayne Pastor was, he was planning on at least 100 people. Um, that's right. Amen. Amen. That, that's that. And that's what happened. Amen. You know, we had about 20 people show up, Sister Amy, but we had a pile of folks from Hatch Bend that was there. And I'm so humbled and so thankful. And and, uh, and, and so and I turned around one time and I thought, my gosh, that's a lot of people at Lives for Christ. Then I realized it was HAC people, amen. But maybe it was a vision, Brother Chris, that God gave us that that's going to be one day, amen. And, and so anyway, Brother Mike, um, you know, I, I don't mind to tell you, um, it just didn't quite turn out like Brother Wayne thought. But, Brother Darrell, I'm one of those kind of guys, when you shop with Brother Wayne, Brother Wayne don't just buy one thing, Brother Jerry, if it's on sale. Amen? Amen. 
I'm going to leave that one alone because pastor's here this morning. Amen. But anyway, but anyway, I don't just buy a bag of chips. If I don't, I buy, if they don't sell, Brother Junior, I buy five bags. Amen. So it's just, I miss a, I, I, I love to go to Sam's because I, I bundle. Amen. I just get it up and put it in. We went there yesterday and I'm hooked on, since you I'm hooked on almond butter. And um, I love almond butter. And anyway, uh, I didn't buy one. I didn't buy two. I bought eight. Amen. Eight. Amen. And honey, don't help me eat almond butter. My cats or my dogs don't help me eat. It's just all for Brother Wayne. Amen. But my point is, is this, Brother Daryl, I've just, I just, that's the way I move, you know, when the Lord, never, I won't even get into that. I'll just skip that. But anyway, long story short, a lot of folks went out to the corner, Brother Wayne, at the four-way stop, health signs about free food and all that kind of stuff, Sister Chelsea. And some went down the sidewalks by the First Baptist Church, and Sister Mary, they hung signs and, and I mean, hold signs and had the truckers toot their horns and all that. Man, I was just enjoying that. It was so great, Brother Rich. And, and so, but anyway, now I'm fixing to tell you something I know nothing about, which is a lot of stuff. But anyway, they, uh, Sister Amanda called Honey or text Honey and said, you know, you had like 700 hits on your Facebook. Whatever that meant. I think that's right. I think that's what she told me. Now, Sister Jen, by the grace of God, we spent some money to send flyers out in every mailbox that's in our area in Chiefland. I should, we should have just saved that money and gave it away to somewhere else and just held signs with that because, I mean, 700, we reached, they, y'all reached a lot of people that day. So, so that's one thing, Brother Brian, we wasn't counting on. But, but the thing that I'm driving at here is a young lady that I've known for over 30 years that I work with. Sister Betty at the office, and by the grace of God, she she has uh, even contributed financially to what we're doing there, and um, and she she tells me she's saved, um, and we'll leave it at that. Um, so, but anyway, she come to me that morning, and she said, you know, I walked in y'all's church, and she said, I felt such a peace. Uh, she said, I just really felt such a peace there, and and and, and I said, we, well, you know, you can come. You know, you can come. You know, you're a part of this. I said, you can come home. And she said, it's just such a peace there. And she said, you know, I, I, there was a certain lady there that I met, and she said, all those folks there, she said, they was all so very, very kind. She said, it so impacted me. See, Brother Jerry, Brother Wayne was looking at numbers. When I can't see it, Sister Jean, he's working. Come on now. When I can't hear it, He's working. Amen. What I'm trying to tell you is Ruth, Ruth said, I need something. She said, you've impacted my life because you went through some hard times, Naomi, and your God's going to be my God. I'm going to walk away from my people, but I'm going to hang on to you for your, come on now, church. See, that's the impact, Brother Allen, that we need to make in our community. Amen. Because here's the thing. If, if they meet us and die, they've lost nothing. But if they meet Jesus and die here, a sinner, they've lost everything. Everything. Brother Danny, uh, I mean, Brother Donnie, the best they've ever had is why they've been here, no matter how good or how bad it was, if they miss Jesus, Sister Edith. Amen. So, so, so what I'm saying is don't be like Brother Wayne, Brother Brian, and get tied up in the numbers because, see, God don't work in numbers. Aren't you thankful for an individual God, Sister George? He can meet you at where you need him. And he meet Brother Darrell and Sister Chelsea and Brother Pope where they need him, amen. What I'm telling you this morning, you've been marked 
for transformation. Amen. So we're moving on here. And, and, and you know, I'm sure you know this, but Naomi means pleasant or sweet. But Naomi, I don't know if she went to the clerk's office and got her name changed or not, or she just made this name up on her way back home, Brother Brian. But she said, we're going to get into this in just a minute. She said, don't call me Naomi no more. She says, call me Myra. Because that means bitter. Church, I don't know about y'all, Sister Linda, but I've been in places with God that I could have became bitter. Come on now. Because it's easy in this stuff we call flesh. Come on now. Now say, God, I thought you could, and God, I thought you should, and God, why didn't you? Come on now, church. Amen, Brother Toby. But aren't you thankful for a God that works back here? <laughs> Amen. You can start over here, and Brother Chris can start over there, and God will bring you right in the middle. Because that's what God does, Brother Brian. Because we're marked for transformation. So verse 19, it says, So they went, so they too went until they came to Bethlehem. And it came to pass when they were come to Bethlehem that all the city was moved about them. And they said, Is this Naomi? And she said unto them, Call me not Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. She said, I went out full, and the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Why then call me Naomi, seeing the Lord hath testified against me, and the Almighty hath afflicted me. Job asked his wife, said, What shall we receive good at the hand of God? Shall we not receive evil? See, we all think that, that, that and I've heard some ministers say this, Sister Boyd, that folks believe that God ought to be their bellhop when they just whistle or move or shake a hand, that God ought to be right there, Brother Kevin. But can I tell you sometimes, Sister Amy, it don't always work that way, amen? But here's what I find most amazing about this story, Brother Orlando, is as bad as Naomi thought it was, as bad as she wanted to, she changed her name to Myra because she was bitter. There was a lady looking at her life, going through all those things. Sister Patricia that said, oh, what you got, I want some of it. What you've got, I want some of it. Church, I don't know about you, but I want that to be Wayne Williams' testimony. Brother Wayne, when they meet me, I want them to say, whatever you got, man, I want some of that. See, the devil would tell you in this age they're too busy. People's too busy. People's too in a hurry. But can I tell you, there's people still lost and want to be saved. But what we got to do is, Brother Allen, we got to take the, 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 the cover off of our light. Amen. And we got to let that light shine that people may see our good works and glorify not us, but glorify the Father. Because can I tell you, Sister Kathy, that's all we're here for. Amen. That's all we're here for is to lift up the kingdom, to lift up, to build his kingdom, not to build up our kingdom. Amen. But she said, and she said, um, I'm sorry. Um, and so, so you look at this situation and you think, my, my, my. Brother Allen, how could you come out of this thing? The reason you can come out of that thing is you just keep pushing. Brother Kenny, the devil would want you to be like the old man of God and stop by the tree. When God tells you, don't, don't stop, you just keep going. See, the enemy can't catch you if you don't stop, church. You just got to see, here's the great things. Myra, I mean, not Myra, but, um, oh, my mind just, um, Naomi, she just kept pushing through this thing. See, she, she said, here's what Psalms 30 and 5 says, for his anger endureth but a moment, but in his favor is life. He said, weeping may endure for a night. Come on now, church. Right. Naomi had a little trouble at night. 
But if you'll stay with the story and you'll read chapter 4, there's some joy. Come on now. There's some joy coming in the morning. Can I tell you, if you'll just hold on to that unchanging hand, Brother Daryl, it don't matter what the devil huffs. It don't matter what the devil puffs. Amen. He can't get to you. There's a hedge about you, Sister Donna. Amen. There, there is just nothing he can do. Aren't you thankful that verse 122 says, Naomi returned and Ruth the Moabites, her daughter-in-law, and her which returned out of the country of Moab. And they came to Bethlehem, the house of bread, in the beginning of barley harvest. Brother Jerry, things are starting to change now. See, you don't know, Brother Wayne, how close you are to your beginning of your barley harvest. Come on now. Because too many times we live back here. If Naomi would have stayed back here, but see, God was working when Naomi couldn't see it. She had a daughter-in-law that said, wherever you go. Can I tell you, aren't you thankful for men and women of God that when you can't carry yourself, Sister Terry, they'll reach up underneath you and lift you up and then carry you. When you can't pray for yourself, they'll reach down there and help and pray for you. When, when you ain't got, got money to give, they'll come by and slip a little bit of money in your hand. Brother Kenny and say, just a little something God told me you needed just to help you along. How many times have you heard I had a bill that was going to need to be paid today? I went to the post office box and there was a check I never expected. Well, Jerry, I'm thankful for a God like that. I'm thankful for that. He said there was a beginning of barley harvest. Brother Darrell, things were starting to change for a lady that named her own self bitter. Come on now. But down the road, if you're reading chapter 4, the women of the town's going to come to her and call her Naomi. So Townsend, they don't call her, they don't call her Myra. They call her Naomi. In chapter 2, verse 1 through 3, and Naomi had a kinsman of her husband, a mighty man of wealth, a family of Imelech, and his name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabites said unto Naomi, Let me go now to the field and glean ears of corn after him, in whose sight I shall find grace. And she said unto her, Go, my daughter. And she went and came and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And the Bible says, Her hap, that word hap means chance. And we'll come back to that in just a minute. Was the light on a part of the field belonging unto Boaz, who was a kindred of Elimelech. Her hap, her chance. Aren't you thankful our faith and our trust ain't in chance and happenstance? I think the Bible said the good man's steps of the Lord is, a good steps of the man is ordered of the Lord, right? The good steps of a man is ordered of the Lord. I'm so thankful, Brother Kenny. God's always looking out for us. Amen. I'm so thankful. See, it wasn't just by chance that Ruth wound up in that field. Sister Sherry, God put her there for a purpose. And we all know the story that she got out there and gleaned, and it wasn't long Boaz took a liking to her. Sister Betty, no, it wasn't long. Naomi said, now this is what you need to do and set this thing up. I'm thankful, Sister Kathy, God moves in areas that we can't see. I'm thankful for a word called faith. I, I, I talk a lot about faith, but I understand the Bible says without faith, Brother Landon, you can't even please God. Amen. Can I tell you, I believe that, that Naomi was walking in faith and never realized she was walking in faith. The divine order of God that God had called 
and said, this is what's going to happen. Aren't you thankful for God, Brother Dare, when your problems are too big? When you run into problems that you don't know how to handle? He said, all ye that labor heavy laden, come unto me. Come on now. He said, when you've had all you can do and all you can handle, you've been marked for transformation. Brother and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for a God that you can go, and he encouraged you to take all your burdens and lay it on him. I'm thankful for that. And we, we know that, that down the road they did go ahead and get married, and then and, and it worked out. So, so I'm hurrying along here. I would like to say that, that to, to remind you that God's a way maker and that Naomi is no longer going to be called bitter. They're just going to call her Naomi, pleasant or sweet. In, ver, in chapter, four, chapter 4, verse 13 and 17, it says, So Boaz took Ruth, and she was his wife. And when he went in unto her, the Lord gave her conception, and she bare a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel. And he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life and a nurse of thine in old age. For thy daughter-in-law which loveth thee, which is better to thee than seven sons, hath borne him. And Naomi took the child and laid him in her bosom and became a nurse unto it. And the women, her neighbors, gave it a name, saying, there is a son born to Naomi, and they called his name Obadad, Obabed. He is the father of Jesse and the grandfather of David. Sister Betty, I'm so thankful for that. Aren't you thankful for a God that can guide it all, no matter, no matter how you've been marked? Sister Lana, God can take you all the way through. Brother Chris, if you'll just hold to that hand, it never changes. Amen. I, I would be willing to bet you if you'd have talked to Naomi back in Moab when she was in a strange land around strange people, had death all around her, Sister Betty. She never would have thought about this day. She never would have thought about a man called Boaz that God was going to place, she was, that God was going to take Ruth and put him in Boaz's field. Aren't you thankful, Brother Brian, that you serve a God that is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Amen. Aren't you thankful, Brother Mike, that whatever you run up on, God's already got it under control. See, Naomi didn't know what was ahead of her when her and her husband and two boys left the house of bread because of a famine. Because if you read the last verse in Jude coming up into Ruth, Brother Brian, it says it was in a day when there was... There was no kings in the land of that day, and every man done what was right in his own eyes. So, Jesus, can I tell you that's a recipe for failure right there? I'm thankful for, for a man of God in my life to say, Wayne, these are places you should not go. These are some things that you shouldn't. In. I'm thankful for, God is, for a man of God that'll say some should nots in my life. And man, I don't want a man of God, such a boy in my life, that says, Oh, just go and have a good time. Eat, drink, and go be merry. Amen. I want a man of God in my life to say, Wayne, there's some should nots. There's some should nots in your life. Amen. Because see, at the end, at the end of this race, I want to hear him say, Sister Kathy, well done. Amen. I, I want to do all I can do by the grace of God that he'll allow us to do for the kingdom while we're here. Brother Kevin, but at the end, I want to hear, well done. Amen. Could I get you to stand?
I don't know about y'all, Brother Wayne, but I'm thankful that I serve a way maker. Amen. When I can't see it, you're working. Even when I can't feel it, he's working. The best part of that, Sister Lenny says, the song says, you never stop. Come on now. It don't matter what the doctor says. It don't matter what the attorney says. It don't matter what the bill collector says, Brother Chava. He says, you never stop working. Join me in prayer this morning. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806, or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening, and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.